Hello, and welcome to another episode of Mining the Moon. I'm your host, Dean Blackwell. Each week, I showcase and review underground bands and artists of whom you have never heard, and who I believe deserve a lift above the radar, with a strong emphasis on bands and artists of whom you have never heard. To be clear, when I speak of the underground, I'm not referring to Melissa Mish, the largest underground wine cellar in the world, located in the Moldovan capital city of Chisinau. Reaching depths of 85 metres, the wine cellar houses the aptly named Golden Collection of over 2 million bottles of wine. With near-perfect temperature and humidity required to age wine, the cave system stretches over 240 kilometres. For New Zealand listeners, that's almost Auckland to Topor meaning that visitors and employees navigate the named streets and avenues by car and bicycle. No, when I speak of the underground, I'm referring purely to little or unknown bands and artists. My hope is that this podcast will be a way for underground bands and artists to get themselves heard through a format other than radio and YouTube, as well as being a place for listeners and subscribers to discover new music that would otherwise fall entirely under their radar. This week's episode features instrumental post-rock band Distance, the brainchild of Christchurch-based Sam Butler. An amalgamation of metal, progressive and ambient influence, Distance is not unlike if Brian Eno were to collaborate with New Zealand band Jacob to create ambient gent music. Back in 2020, Distance released two five-track EPs, and in this episode I'll showcase a couple of tracks from each of these records. The first EP, Over Time, was released on the 25th of April 2020. Sam tells me the album's title was chosen as a suggestion from a friend in order to make a physics pun regarding velocity. The first track I'll play from Over Time is titled Undergrowth. The track begins with a driving percussive instrument, is it a muted cowbell? In a similar vein to the intro of Tool's 1996 banger eulogy, interspersed with the sounds of New Zealand's native bird, the tui. Undergrowth rides the line of 90s alternative metal, with a similar production quality to many new metal bands of that era, though without Fred Durst's rapping, thank goodness, and weaves its way through seamless transitions and shifting dynamism toward a satisfying climax.
I personally adore polyrhythms and alternating time signatures, so was instantly taken in by undergrowth. I love the big drums, the 10-8 feel, and the way the track seems to slowly swing, but not in the musical sense. I was a tool fanatic as a teenager, and I get the feeling from listening to Undergrowth that Sam and I share that trait. Sam tells me he grew up with music in the house, listening to anything from Slayer to Air to Cocteau Twins, all thanks to his dad, though his musical journey began in earnest at the age of 13, when he encountered a Slipknot poster on the bedroom wall of his friend's older brother and thought to himself that liking them would make people think he was cool. He played bass in various deathcore and gent bands throughout high school and moved to Auckland to join metalcore band Banks Arcade, leaving a psychology degree and student life in Dunedin to do so. Sam didn't live far from Auckland's K Road and spent much of his time at Whammy Bar, having his musical horizons broadened by the likes of Auckland band Wax Chattels and Wellington band The All-Seeing Hand. Sam left Banks Arcade in 2019, and by the time New Zealand entered its first lockdown in March 2020, he had all but succumbed to self-doubt, telling himself that if he didn't create anything of substance during his time being literally locked down, then he may as well give up. Sam had never been a songwriter before this point, and it took being locked inside in a spare room of his flat to change that. The second track I'll feature from over time is titled Firmament. Sam tells me that each track off Overtime is based on an aspect of living in Aotearoa, New Zealand that is of importance to him, and as the word firmament translates to the heavens or the sky, and New Zealand is capable of some absolutely stunning sunsets and cloud formations, I can 100% level with the title. Firmament is, to me, more traditional post-rock than undergrowth, with sweeping held chords over top of slowly trim-picked guitar, the wide-open arpeggiated guitar riff that starts at 1 minute 39, and the drop into all-out wall of sound noise at 2 minutes 10, it sounds like literal explosions in the sky and the band of the same name.
over time received a glowing review from Wellington-based online post-rock publication Will Not Fade, who stated that the EP is an extremely promising release from Butler and certainly exceeds all expectations in terms of quality, considering its lockdown bedroom project. Over time is well worth your attention with well-crafted songs that sound great and an understated concept of gratitude that we would all do well to remember in trying times such as these. Distance's second EP, Recursion, was released on the 13th of December 2020 as a follow-up to Overtime. The initial writing of Recursion was quick, fluid and seamless, though this did not last long, and the final push to realise the end product was gruelling, with the last song written for the EP having 12 different iterations before Sam eventually called on a talented friend to help him settle on the song structure. The first track I will showcase off Recursion is titled Dyson Sphere. Dyson Sphere has received airtime on New Zealand student radio stations RDU and Radio 1, and has over a thousand listens on Spotify and counting. Dyson Sphere begins distinctly post-rock, with guitar pads that seem to emulate the style and performance of Jacob guitarist Jeff Boyle, before launching into a verse, for want of a better word, reminiscent of the 2013 self-titled album from American post-metal supergroup Palms. Dyson Sphere is a track that encapsulates all of Sam's earlier stated influences, and though Sam and his live band affectionately refer to themselves as Jacob II, a reference which is entirely understandable, Distance is certainly not at risk of being labelled a paper-thin cipher of Jacob. Rather, Jacob's influence is obvious but not overarching, and the incorporation of Sam's metal background, particularly notable in the drums and the at times dissonant harmony, sets them apart and creates a sound that is distinctly Distance.
Live, Distance consists of Sam Butler, guitar and samples, Ashton Moore, bass guitar, and Levi Sheehan, drums. Sam tells me he was hesitant when it came to recruiting other musicians for Distance, as he is a horrific perfectionist, his words, and that not just anyone would do. As Distance is Sam's baby, he has found it hard to relinquish control when it comes to the big decisions, though he tells me that Ashton and Levi virtually have free reign in a live setting. I had the pleasure of seeing Distance live in the hills of Takaka at Twisted Frequency Festival 2022, and the experience was extremely memorable. Distance seems set to be performing pretty profusely across Aotearoa New Zealand for the foreseeable future, and I urge you all to make sure you see them live if you get the chance. The second track I'll feature off Recursion, and the last track for today's episode, is titled Agamemnon. Agamemnon lands on the heavier end of Distance's oral spectrum, and Sam tells me he feels it encapsulates a little bit of everything he wanted for the project, being both atmospheric and heavy, as well as pretty in a melancholic sort of way, a great result after 12 different iterations. The track starts with a definite Jacob feel, with a big, driving, simple drum beat, joined by chugging clean guitar with perfectly timed delays that cause the riff to trail off into the perimeter. I'll be interested to know when the synth line creeps up in the bridge, becoming particularly apparent around 3 minutes 56, whether anyone else is reminded of the Dandy Warhol's 2003 hit, We Used To Be Friends. But before I finish the episode with Agamemnon, I'd like to ask you all to take a moment to like and follow Distance online. I've put links to their socials, Bandcamp and Spotify in this episode's description. While you're at it, please like and follow Mining the Moon on Facebook as well. I've put a link to that in this episode's description too. And please, like and subscribe to this podcast and tell and share with your friends. Let's expand the musical underground. If you'd like to submit your own music to be featured on Mining the Moon, please send links to your music to mtmoonpod at gmail.com. I'll put this email address in the episode's description too. If you'd like to get in touch, or happen to disagree with anything I've said throughout this episode, then please let me know through the Mining the Moon Facebook page. I really invite an open forum between me, listeners, and featured artists. However, if you've found yourself personally affronted by anything I've said today, and are at this moment adorning your face with war paint with me in your crosshairs, then please try to remember that opinions are like blind spots. We've all got one or two. <laughs>